Hello. Is this shit on? I'm back, bitch. Um, it's been a while. I want to say like a month, which I guess isn't too long considering that I do this podcast like pretty much monthly. So I I would say it's pretty much around that time. Um, I'm sure you've been expecting me. I just got out of the psych ward. Um, like a while ago. And I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling like that bitch again. Let's see, I got out of the psych ward and I said, I'm kind of hungry. Because, yeah, I mean, okay, let's go back to the psych ward thing. I haven't really gone too much into details on that in the past i think i've mentioned it before that i I do go i don't want to say often but i've i've gone three times within the past year so i want to say that's i'm gonna go ahead and just shoot you know take a guess that's that that's a little bit more often than any of you guys go um i really do like it i love going there it's like a little vacation kind of like a little getaway Yeah, there is some kooky people there. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There is some kooky people. I mean, I'm kooky, but I want to say I'm not like, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You know, (laughs) like, yes, I have my little defects, but I want to say, I want to say, like, if they were making an advertisement about, I don't know, like, what's the mental health drug? Zoloft? If they were making, like, a Zoloft, um commercial i don't think they would pick me i don't think i'd be the spokesperson for mental illness but i definitely do partake i do partake (laughs) um so yeah i was in there and it's just it's an experience i feel like me with my bipolar my unmedicated bipolar which i know you guys are probably thinking like bitch medicate yourself you keep saying you're fine but you're clearly not fine well Maybe we'll get there at some point. Maybe. Maybe next week. I don't know. I'll think about it. Right now, I went in. I got my drugs. They sedated me. Um, And I just feel so good. Better than ever, really. And I think that's what I needed for now. And obviously, if in the future, I start declining again mentally, then we'll go to a psychiatrist finally and go back on the medications. Um... I think it's been like a good six months with no meds and it's been up and down. It's been up and down to say the least, but I, I don't know. I feel good. It's probably still the drugs. The drugs they gave me are probably still in my system. So it's probably just that, but we're good for now. But I do think, I mean, I'm not going to recommend you go obviously, but if you're experiencing something, you know, like, it's, I guess it's hard to describe. You just kind of know when you're crazy. I mean, I am crazy, but usually I'm fine. Um, past few days, I had a little bit of an episode, which tends to happen sometimes. And I said, you know what? You, it's time to go check in, babe. It's time to go check in. So I went, and here's a, here's a secret, though. Not a lot of people know this. Not a lot of people know this. So if you are going to go, 
it's not enough to just want to kill yourself nowadays. I mean, I feel like everybody wants to kill themselves. So it's not enough. Like, yes, I'll admit you, but you're not going to get those special meds that, you know, that make you good. <laughs> you're not going to get them. I mean, maybe you will, but I doubt it. Nowadays, you have to say you want to kill yourself and you're thinking of hurting others. If you don't, it's very key that you say hurting others because if you don't say that, they're not going to take you seriously, babe. I'm just kidding. I'm being, <laughs> I'm kidding. Please don't take this advice. I'm obviously joking. Don't go and lie and say you're going to hurt people. But just, you know, from my experience, I've gone before and said, like, you know, I'm going to fucking kill myself. And they, I, I just, I feel like they don't take it as seriously, you know? Because, I mean, if you think about it, you, you kill yourself. Yes, it's bad. But it's just one person. Now you go in there and you say, I want to kill myself and other people. And they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's treat this person. Let's treat this person. Because the first time I went to a psych ward, I went to one that my friend recommended, a, psychi a psychiatric facility. And they, you know, they're like, what's going on? Whatever, whatever. And I said, you know, I'm going to, I need to be sedated or I'm going to run into the freeway. And they were like, you know, I'm really sorry, that sucks, but we don't have any more beds available. Go to this place. And they gave me an address, and I said, okay, let's go to that other place, because I don't want to run into the freeway. Um, I went, and that place was like, you know what? We're, you, you got here right at 5, and we're actually just about to close for the day. So, you know, wish we could help you out, but, you know, sucks. That's basically what they said. They said, you know, sucks. So I was outside in the parking lot for a minute, kind of having a breakdown. And then I went to a third facility. And in that third facility, that's when I was like, you know, you know what? I'm now I want to hurt people. I mean, three psychiatric facilities and I still haven't even been checked in. Now I want to hurt people. I want to hurt someone. And that's when they were like, you know what? Come in, step inside. You know, we'll, we'll help you. So so from then on, I was kind of like, okay, you know, I know what I have to say now. I know what I have to say to be treated. Um, and yeah, again, please, I'm not being serious. I'm joking. Please don't think I'm serious. But yeah, I got out of the psych ward um, and I said, I'm craving donuts because the food in there is okay. I mean, I'm not going to say it's horrible, but I'm also not going to lie and tell you it's fucking i don't know outback steakhouse i fucking love outback steakhouse it's not outback steakhouse you know it's pretty much cafeteria food which is all right but for that you know upwards of a thousand dollar bill that i'm gonna pay i would expect some outback steakhouse um but there wasn't any so i got out i said i want some donuts i went to voodoo donuts and I'm kind of a regular there, kind of. Not so much anymore, but I used to go a lot more often. And I started talking to this chick that's, um, she works in the front desk. Front desk. You know, the cashier. She asks for what donut you want, and then she'll check you out. That bitch. I started making friends with her. Now, don't ask me her name, because I, I, <laughs> I'm, hor I'm horrible with names. I'm notoriously, I'm notorious for having the worst memory ever so don't ask me for her name but i know she's cool and i know she's cute 
And anyway, she was like, hey, how's your day going? Whatever. And I said, it's going amazing. I just, you know, I got out of the psych ward and I said, I want some donuts. And she was like, oh, my God, slay. I remember she said, I remember those days. It's been a minute. But um, she said, here, you know what? The donuts on the house. She said, because I know what it feels like, what you're going through, whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. I got my meds. I got a nice little three day vacation at the ward. Now I'm getting free donuts. This is looking like it's going to be my week. And, you know, with that, I said, okay, let's podcast. We're feeling good. We're feeling motivated. Let's podcast. So I have my little um, notes here. I, I don't really necessarily plan for this podcast. I just kind of get um, random thoughts, random, you know, random bullet points and i write them down and then i kind of improvise along the way so the first bullet point i wrote down was taylor grammy let's talk about the grammys um i'm not sure if you guys watched the grammys i didn't i just got my news on twitter like usual i woke up i don't remember when the grammys were but i remember waking up the next day and i was like okay let's see what they're going on about apparently taylor swift won album of the year for midnight's slay big slay as you all know i'm a huge swifty i love that bitch she can do no wrong she could literally call me a faggot and i would say yes yes i mean yes (laughs) so she won i'm so happy for her and honestly when Midnight's first came out, I'm not going to pretend that it was amazing. I'm not going to pretend that I loved it because at first I hated it. When I first heard Midnight's, I said, really, bitch? Like, you got me excited for this? I was not a fan. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was very um, critical of the album. But then I gave it a few listens and I said, holy shit, this really is a work of art. The literary, um, you know, the the lyrics lyricism that she uses within the album is just it's top like it's absolutely top the metaphors the you know it's all just fucking perfect really is like she wrote a fucking song god rest my soul i miss who i used to be she said god rest my soul i miss who i used to be i mean okay we we all get that right we all miss who we used to be but she said the tomb won't close I fight with you in my sleep. The tomb won't close. I fight with you in my sleep. So what is she? God rest my soul. I miss who I used to be. I miss who I used to be. The tomb won't close. You know, that person dies. You put them in the casket or coffin, whatever. Close it. Bury them. You're done. You're over it. I mean, you're not over it, right? But it's the first step to moving on. But she's saying, I miss who I used to be. The tomb won't close. Like, fuck. I fight with you in my sleep. I don't know. You either get it or you don't, honestly. And this isn't um this isn't English what is it, Clash? English three oh one? I don't remember. It's been a while since college. But it's amazing. It's definitely a masterpiece. However, however, I've heard people upset that Lana didn't win. And I definitely see that. 
I'm not as much of a Lana fan, but I did really love um, the Ocean Boulevard album. It was pretty good. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fucking good. So I do think... And then for Lana to never have received a Grammy nomination... Like, I'm sorry, but that bitch is like... She's basically making up her own genre at this point. Like, yeah, she's alternative, but it's like... There's no one that does alternative quite like Lana. It's a very specific, very... um, Very distinct genre and music taste that she brings to the table and i'm kind of shocked that she's never in her career won a grammy i think it's past due so i do see why people are angry there i kind of say you know maybe they should have given it to lana also on the table sos now i am not a SZA fan i hate that bit well no hate is a strong word i just dislike her because i feel like all of the basic bitches that like want to be different listen to SZA because it it's like it's pop but it's not really pop it's R&B but it's like it's 2024 R&B is basically pop now like y'all just want to be different I'm sorry So I'm not a I'm not a SZA fan but I did really like SOS I did really enjoy SOS and I think that deserved a Grammy as well So it's hard it's hard no matter like Regardless of who you pick, you know, there's pros and cons for all of them. Maybe Taylor didn't have to win. The bitch already has, like, what, 15 Grammys? I don't know. But it is what it is. Stop fucking arguing on Twitter isn't going to do shit, so please shut up. Um, That brings me to my next bullet point, I guess. Let's see. I wrote down, Lana is in goth. Oh. So, I've heard from quite a few people that they think Lana Del Rey is goth. Um, I was talking to my friend about this exact same, you know, um, topic, the Grammys, how Lana should have won. And she said, oh, Lana deserved it, but of course they're not going to give it to her because she's a goth bitch and she's so different. And, you know, they can't have that. It's bad for their image, whatever, whatever. I love Lana. Lana's a very good artist. And yeah, she's very different. She's very alternative. But is she goth? I wouldn't say she's goth. I mean, I want to say people that call her goth are kind of just like, they want to be goth or they want to call themselves. I don't know, but you're not fucking goth. Like, if you're goth, you're not listening to Lana Del Rey. I'm sorry. I wish I was goth. I do. But I'm not that hardcore. Not anymore, at least. I could have been goth in the past, but... I never really, like, fully committed. Um, But I can assure you, if I were goth, I wouldn't be listening to Lana fucking Del Rey. (laughs) So, please stop saying that she's goth. She's not. And she doesn't have to be. You know, she doesn't have to be. She's good in her own way. It would be cool if she was, but she's not. So, let's, you know. I mean, she just did a fucking Skims collab. Like, what is she? What? A Skims collab. First of all, I know you guys have heard of the Lana Del Rey X Skims collab. What is she doing partnering up with Kim Kardashian? That's not. That's like so not her brand. Like not at. I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling, but Lana. The types of collabs that Lana should be doing is like I don't know, you know, like a cigarette, Lana X Mar- Marlboro, or Lana X. I don't know. 
maybe like a vodka vodka brand lana lana x tito that would slay that would slay i should i should hit her up with these ideas because like what what else could she do she could do lana x um i don't know uh, oh zoloft see lana would be <laughs> lana would be perfect for a zoloft commercial think about it. an antidepressant fuck yeah she's like the face of depression let's be real i mean i guess mitski could kind of <laughs> they're going head and head there for the spokesperson of depression but i could definitely see lana and see even Mi- there we go now that i brought that up i could even see mitski as kind of goth even though she's not like at all but she's more goth than lana so if you're out there saying lana del rey is goth you think you're a goth girl because you listen to lana you think yeah you're different nobody's saying you're definitely different a little quirky Mm, but you're not goth and you're not edgy so please please tone it down beyonce flop that's next on the list beyonce flop and I say this, I say this because I just, I, I just, I don't, I'm, what is this discourse? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand why everyone is so obsessed with her. Like, I don't. Everyone was mad that, I guess, Renaissance didn't win Album of the Year, but come on. Let's be real. Out of all of the albums that were nominated for Album of the Year... You thought Renaissance was going to win? Like, really? I mean, Renaissance... I mean, it had, like, maybe a few good... There was two good songs. I guess, I think, Cuff It or Break My Soul. Those two, yeah, they're pretty good. I do listen to them. I mean, they're in my... um, Spotify... You know, it's in there. It's in my shuffle. They're pretty good songs. But do I think the whole album deserved album of the year? No. Honestly, it wasn't even really anything too original. It was just ballroom music. Like, the gays have been doing ballroom music for decades. But now all of a sudden, Beyonce does it. And it's... It's... What? Um... Headlines? I don't know. Y'all need to calm down. Like I said, I had a an ex-hookup. That went to go see Beyonce three nights in a row. Like, calm down, bitch. She's not that good. And I know you're going to call me a hater. You're going to say, I just don't get it. You're going to say, oh, will you listen to Taylor Swift? What do you know about taste? Hey, hey, hey. I would like to think I'm very open to other people's point of views. I'm very open to, you know, different perspectives, different music types and genres and you know whatever you want to call it but let's be so fucking real beyonce how is she still relevant like i and now she's coming out with a cowboy album i love country music i do i love country music i don't i don't like to say it publicly though it's kind of like a like a what's the word guilty pleasure it's a guilty pleasure you know i'm not i don't like advertising that i'm a country boy but those are my roots those are my roots of course i love my george Strait, and you know i love my country songs but i heard these two new beyonce singles that were supposed to be country and it's like girl stay in your lane you know stay in your lane 
you're an okay pop star, pop star. But now you're trying to come into country. It's kind of like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was an amazing country country singer. Her favorite albums of mine are always going to be her country song, country albums. Her pop is good, but it will never be what her country music was. Kind of the same thing as Beyonce. I mean, I guess for some people, Beyonce is everything. You do you, whatever. That's your point of view. And I can agree that her pop music is pretty good, but now she wants to come into country. Like, girl, did you learn nothing from Taylor Swift? Stay in your lane. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, Because I fear if I say anything else against the queen, the gays are going to come for me. And I just, I don't have the energy to do. I don't have the energy to answer these tweets anymore. So I'm going to leave it at that. Let's see. Damn, I went through that kind of quickly. I already went... I wrote four bullet points, and I've already gone through three in 20 minutes. Fuck me. This is going to be a short podcast episode. But that brings me to my last and, I want to say, juiciest bullet point. I have here. Sexy redneck drama. Now get ready. Y'all aren't ready for this. Or maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe I'm hyping it up to be more than what it is. But I think it's pretty juicy. And at least for me, it's been a pretty entertaining um, situation, let's say. So I guess we're going to go back to October. I want to say, yeah, October. We're going to time travel back to October. Way back when. I was on Grinder. As I usually am. And I saw this guy. I said, okay, he's kind of cute, whatever. But he had pictures with his he had pictures with his boyfriend, so I was like, I don't know who's who, you know? I don't because one of them was really hot and the other one was just I mean, what can I he was like a I don't know, twenty six year old twink. He you know, the type. Like I feel like after twenty five it's like do something with your life, you know? You can't be a twink forever. You just can't. As much as I hate to admit it, even I can't be a twink that long. At 25, like, do something with your life, dude. Do something. But anyways, it was the hot guy and his twink boyfriend. Kind of a no-go, if I'm being honest. The boyfriend, but... Anyways, we were texting, and he tells me, like, okay... You know, do you want to come over? Whatever. I'm horny. My boyfriend's asleep. Whatever. And I said, okay, well, sure. It was my understanding. He didn't say this, but it, I kind of assumed. It was my understanding that him and his boyfriend... Um, from now on, we're just going to call him the girlfriend. <laughs> we're going to call him the girlfriend because I'm sorry. I don't, I don't even really see him as a guy. As horrible as that is, he's a little bitch. <laughs> so we're going to call him a girlfriend. I thought him and his girlfriend had an agreement, right? Because on the Grinder profile, they're all pictures of him and the girlfriend. So I was like, okay, you know, they threesome, whatever, throuple, open relationship. I don't care. It's not my business. But it was my understanding. So he says, okay, meet me. He lives like two blocks away from me. He said, come to my building. You know, the gym has private bathrooms that we can use. And I said, okay. 
Let's do it. So we went. And holy shit, this is like a luxury fucking... I mean, I live downtown. I live on 6th Street. I live above a bar, so I don't live in luxury, you know, whatever. But that was a luxury building. Like, that building, I was like, fuck. So this is how the other half lives, you know? We go to the gym. Beautiful gym. We go to the private bathroom. Beautiful fucking bathroom. Like, that... That private bathroom is probably nicer than my entire apartment. It was probably the size of my apartment, if I'm being honest. Um, so, yeah. We started doing things. And as I mentioned before, I'm very good at doing things. <laughs> and he seemed to enjoy it, obviously. I don't think I've ever had anybody not enjoy me. But he enjoyed it. And like I said, he's cute. So I was into it. And... If I'm into you and into it, trust me, you're going to have a way better experience than if I'm just like, eh, half-assing it. I mean, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. But he was very he was very hot, so I was obviously into it. I was putting my all into it. He seemed to enjoy that, obviously. So whatever. Um, he finishes, and then he's like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll hit you up later. Bye. I go home. I go to sleep. Whatever. Next day i wake up and i have a like a message request on instagram this random person it's like oh you know whatever are you are you talking to my boyfriend or some shit like that like did you sleep with my some shit like that like are you with my boyfriend and i said okay i don't recognize this account and i'm not sleeping with anyone's fucking boyfriend right like at least i I mean i didn't think i was i was like no i'm not sleeping with no one's boyfriend so I blocked the account. I was like, this, this is fucking spam. Like, I don't know you. I don't know what you're talking about. Block. Tell me why, like, an hour later, I get another request from another account. And it's, she says, or he says, I guess. Well, you know, it's a twink. She says. <laughs> she says, why did you block me? I just want to know, like, please, whatever, whatever. And I said, oh, you know, like, I explained, like, this is kind of weird. I'm sorry. I just assumed that you were spam, but sure, go ahead. What's his name or whatever? He says, oh, his name is James. And I say, oh, doesn't ring a bell. And then he gives me the username and I said, oh, fuck. That's the guy I slept with last night. Because after we hooked up, I forgot to mention this. After we hooked up, he sent me a message on Instagram. And he said, hey... That was really hot. Like, let me know if you ever want to work out at my place again. Like, um, you know, whatever. He said that. And I was like, LOL, sure, maybe. Um, so the boyfriend slash girlfriend, whatever. He's like, well, I saw the message. And I, I saw it says, um, I saw it says like super hot or whatever. So, you know, what's going on? So at this, you know, in this inst- in that moment, I was like, fuck, what am I supposed to do here? Because they don't exactly give you a handbook on this shit. Like, I, this was not what I signed up for. I signed up to just suck some dick and that's it. I didn't sign up to be a mediator in their relationship. Like, am I supposed to tell him the truth? Because if I tell him the truth, it's like, well, I'm fucking with a... Like, it's not my business, right? Like, I don't know. 
my head was kind of like, fuck, do I tell him? Do I not tell? Because if I tell him I'm the bad guy because I screwed up that guy's relationship. But if I don't tell him, I'm still the bad guy because it's like, well, you know, I sucked your boyfriend's dick and I didn't tell you. So I said, you know what? This is not my business. So I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to... um. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm also not gonna say no. So I was just like, um, I was like, doesn't ring a bell, because it didn't ring up. The name James didn't ring a bell. I didn't know his name. So I said, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. And he said, no, like, I fucking know you know him, like this and that, whatever, whatever, going off. And I just said, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Talk to your boyfriend. Right. I feel like that should be your number. Like if. If you find out your boyfriend's cheating, why wouldn't you talk to him first? Like, I don't know. But anyways, a day goes by. Oh, I screenshotted the messages and I sent it to James because I said, hey, you know, you might. I feel like you should know your boyfriend is asking questions. I'm, you know, I think you're fucked. And he was, like, super embarrassed. He was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, that's embarrassing. And it's weird. Like, I'm sorry to put you in this position. I didn't... I wasn't meaning for that to happen. Whatever. And I said, dude, you know what? Don't worry about it. Trust me. This is not even close to the weirdest thing that's happened to me on Grindr. You know, whatever. Don't worry about me. Fix your fucking relationship. So, the next day... The girlfriend texts me again and says, you're so fucking gross and weird for lying about it. And I was like, um, okay. I mean, yeah, they have, I'm going to be 100% honest. She has a point. She kind of does have a point. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what was going through my mind, but I should have just said the truth, right? Like it was kind of weird and it was kind of gross that I lied But at that point, I was just kind of like, you know what? I don't have to take shit from a 25-year-old twink. Like, fight me. I don't care. But no, I just said, like, look, look. You shouldn't have to be doing all of this for a man. Like, you shouldn't have to be going through his Instagram and tracking down the person he's texting to try to get to try to you know like investigate what happened like you shouldn't have to do that that's already red like just break up with him just you know for all of you out there if you're in a relationship and you're y'all have to share instagram passwords and y'all keep track of each other's messages and who are they talking to and what are they doing just break up like that's not a healthy relationship and it's gonna end bad me personally if i do get in a relationship you're not getting my passwords and i'm not getting yours because i don't care like i feel like especially they're older they were like 25 26 i feel like we're all adults you know if they're gonna cheat they're gonna cheat regardless of you um invading their privacy that's not gonna change obviously i mean the guy had his instagram passwords checking his messages and he still cheated so what difference does it make you know, me personally, I just, if you're going to cheat, cheat, but I'm not, I'm not your fucking babysitter. I'm not going to be there trying to beg. Basically, that's what he's doing. He's begging. Like he does not need to be doing all of that work to keep a man. At that point, 
if you find yourself doing all of this for a man, you're doing too much. You're doing too much for a man that's not worth it. He's not worth it. So whatever, that was that. I thought that was that. That was in October. A few days ago, a few days, like a week ago, like a week ago, James is back on Grindr and he texts me. But now he only has pictures of himself. And I say, okay, I guess I, I don't know. I didn't ask. Honestly, the boyfriend wasn't even in my head. Like, I'm going to be honest. I completely forgot about him. And he was like, hey, can you, can you, can you give me head? And I was like, um, I guess, you know, I guess I'm not doing anything. Kind of bored, but sure. And he invited me over. And then on the elevator up to his apartment we're going to his apartment this time not the bathroom or you know whatever he says hey um you know me and my boyfriend are breaking up um he's gonna move out but his stuff is still there i just don't want i don't want you to be weirded out when you see all his stuff and whatever and i was like oh okay it's been six fucking months has it been six months october november december jen okay it's been three months (laughs) my bad it's been three months, but still, I feel like that's a fuck ton of time, right? Like he cheated on him and they were together for another three months because I'm willing to bet I wasn't the first guy. You know, there's no fucking way I was the first guy. No fucking way. He was way too comfortable. Um, He was way too comfortable to be for me to be the first guy he cheated on him with, you know, so whatever teach their own but i went and let me just tell you in those three months james first of all james that's like the most perfect name ever i'm sorry but james uh, it sounds like i don't know james is just such a fucking perfect prince charming type of name and he was okay look he was pretty good looking last time i saw him in october but when i saw him now in February, he had a glow up. He had a glow up. Like, I'm, he was rocking that, like, mullet. It was, like, kind of like a, I don't know, like, not a modern mullet. Not the ones all those fucking basic bitches are rocking now. Because I've, I started, I got my mullet in 2019. And I have not changed hairstyles since then. I haven't. I've kept the mullet. And, you know, it wasn't as popular then. And then it got popular over the whole COVID thing because everyone was at home and cutting their own hair. And the mullet, you know, you just have to cut the sides so it's easy to do on your own. But I've been doing that shit since 2019. And then all of a sudden it got trendy again. And now everyone thinks like, oh, you know, you hopped on the trend, whatever, bandwagon. No, bitch. I've had this shit. Y'all hopped on the bandwagon. Y'all want to be me so fucking bad. Um, but anyway, I'm not talking about that trendy, like, modern mullet that's, like, a, I'm talking, like, redneck mullet, you know, like, the sides is kind of like a square, if that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. That, like, redneck kind of mullet. And let me tell you something. I grew up on a ranch. I have the country roots. I've been saying I have the country roots. And there is nothing I love more than a cowboy. Nothing. I love the emo boys. I love the dirt bags. I love the thugs. I love athletes, every, jocks, everybody, obviously. 
But a cowboy, fuck. A cowboy just, you know, makes my heart skip a beat. A cowboy, mm-mm. I can't say no to them. What can I say? I can't say no to them. So he's rocking that, like, redneck kind of mullet. He had some new tattoos on his um, on his arm sleeves. And he grew a mustache. One of those, like, again, like, kind of redneckish, kind of country mustaches. And I was, ooh, head over heels. I mean, head over heels. And I could tell he was ma- I could tell he was making his voice deeper because I remember talking to him last time and it wasn't that deep. So he was making his voice deeper, but I'm, I mean I, I wasn't complaining. I wasn't. It was just it was all working for him. It really was all of it. The mullet, the mustache, the new tats, the dark, the deep voice. He, he's on to something. Let me just tell you, he's on to something. If you're wondering how to make yourself more attractive, be a cowboy. Be a fucking cowboy. And I guarantee you, you're going to have some people after you. Because something about the whole cowboy redneck thing, there's nothing quite like it. So we got to his apartment. It was kind of a mess, if I'm being honest. It was kind of a mess. And then, oh, he instantly just like, he grabbed me. He grabbed me. And he he grabbed me and he went in for a kiss. And I'm talking grabbed, like full-on grabbed, kind of rough. But again, it goes back to that redneck cowboy thing. Like, yes, be a little rough. Know when to be rough and when to not be. And he knew. And he knew and he did it. He just grabbed me and he just stuck his fucking tongue down my throat. And I, I said, you know what? Let me open up that throat. <laughs> I said, yeah. Put that tongue in. I don't care. And it was basically just that, you know, he was the remainder of the sex. He was very like he would just he would grab my head and just kind of force me. It was he would force me, not force me, but he would move. He would make me do what he wanted me to do. And I got to say, there's nothing hotter than a man that knows what he wants. There is nothing hotter than a man that knows what he wants. And I've been saying this. I think I've been saying this. But I'm so tired. I'm so over all of these guys that are my age. And they just don't know what they want. They don't. It's like, oh, whatever. Figuring it out. Figuring myself out. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, just know. Know what you want and do it. You either want a relationship or you don't. And that's fine. You either want sex or you don't. And that's fine. But there's only three things you're going to get from me. You're either going to get a relationship. You're going to have sex. You're going to be my friend. I don't really like friends, if I'm being honest. (laughs) So either fuck me, take me on a date, or stop wasting my time. And he knew. He understood the assignment. You know, he, he knew. He knew what he wanted and he went for it. So to all of you out there that don't know what you want, it's kind of a turnoff, dude. It is. So be more like him. Do what you want to do. And I guarantee that other guy or girl or whatever, they'll follow your lead. Because it's way easier to follow somebody's lead than it is to take lead. That's why it's so attractive when guys take the lead. Um, but yeah, he... 
we're gonna go into the not kinks i don't consider them kinks i just think i'm a sex positive person but to other you know not sex positive people these are like oh my gosh these are kinky stuff and um not normal i guess there's not vanilla but he he made me lick his armpit and i'm not gonna lie it was i was into it i really was i said okay you know what let's do this he made me suck on his nipples which was a new one i mean i i feel like in the gay community it's not that weird but just for me personally i had never done that and i was like okay he likes it i'll do it i licked his ears which was new in the sense that i had never done it before i always get guys that like licking my ears and it feels so fucking amazing it really does if you've never gotten your ear licked i recommend i don't know ask your friend to do it do it to your friend you know do it to each other in a non-sexual way <laughs> in a non-sexual way just lick each other's ears and you'll see it's just you know just do it <laughs> you're missing out so i said you know what let me lick his ear and i did and he loved it he loved it he loved everything i did i licked him from ear to thigh <laughs> I didn't go past his thighs, but I did. I did everything he wanted me to do, and I loved it. And at the end, he gave me a little kiss. He smacked my ass, and he said, do you want to smoke? <laughs> oh, fuck. And I said, fuck, yeah, I want to smoke. Oh, my God, this man. Where have you been? You know, where have you been? So we smoked and we talked a little bit. And he was telling me like, oh, you know, getting out of this relationship. But maybe in a while we can try something out. And I, I told he he was kind of he didn't say it exactly like that. But he was kind of hinting like, you know, we could try it out, whatever. And I had to stop him right there. And I said, hey. Hey. I'm not a relationship guy. And you're not going to get a relationship out of me. You had a perfectly good relationship and you you kind of threw it away you know so if that's what you're looking for you have your boyfriend right there don't come looking for a relationship from from me because that's not what i'm going to give you if you want a good time and you want to have sex and every once in a while whatever that's cool i'm down for that but i'm not the kind of guy to give you i don't know valentine's day gifts and whatever i'm not that's not going to be me so if you're dumping him for me, don't do it. Don't do it because I'm not going to, you know, that's not me. And you know what his response was? He said, you know what? Honestly, he said, I'm down for just dicking you down on the regular. Those were his words. Those are his words. I'm down for just dicking you down on the regular. I don't think I've ever heard more perfect words. I really, <laughs> I really don't. I think he did everything perfectly right. And I think I will be back to see him in the future. God willing. Obviously. God willing. I will be back. <laughs> I will be back for that redneck cowboy. <sighs> James Dean fucking daydream. He's like a daydream. I don't know. Maybe it's the meds I'm on. The drugs they gave me. But I'm looking back and he did nothing wrong. Nothing. 
so yeah that's that that's that story i guess at least for now um let me know what you think do y'all think i'm did i do bad i mean i know i did bad i know i did bad i know i did i feel like yeah there's not even any saving myself like i just i know i did bad i know i should have told the boyfriend i know i shouldn't have gotten involved with him after the whole boyfriend thing but fuck and now that i know that he has that whole kind of rugged cowboy thing going i'm not gonna say no in the future i'm telling you that right now i'm not there's no fucking way (laughs) none (sighs) but it is what it is nobody's perfect nobody's nerfed actually nobody's nerfed yeah so i'm taking a little bit of social media break um i probably will still post on my instagram about this podcast to let y'all know because that's really the only promotion that's the only promo i do i literally only post to my like what five thousand instagram followers and that's it besides that no promotion this podcast the majority of the listeners find it on spotify like i don't know what y'all are searching up y'all are searching up i don't anal sex twink whatever keep doing it keep doing it because the majority of my listeners come through the spotify search um yeah because i have like the texas twink instagram account and it has like maybe i think 17 followers which is more than i expected oddly but still is not a lot you know so that tells me you guys aren't on my instagram you guys are just finding also i can see the locations that um the locations of the listeners and i'm kind of shocked like i you know people in new york city obviously gay i mean i guess twink city right new york city people in chicago people in england australia again it's not a lot of people but hey there's like i don't know five aussies is that aussies is that how you say it aussies australian bitches there's like five australian bitches that listen to me fuck yeah good day mate <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not gonna do it. i want to do a whole like Austra- australian accent kind of bit but i just it's gonna be so offensive so <laughs> we're gonna skip that um but yeah i think on the last episode i talked about how i was gonna start slutting it up i was gonna start having fun and that's what i've been doing and i think i've been i don't want to say happier because i was just in the psych ward so obviously something's still off but i want to say that whole relationship thing at least for now we put a pin in it we put a pin in it and we're not looking for it right now i just want to have fun I'm 18. I'm about to be 19 next month. I'm young as fuck. Like, I can slut it up if I want to. I have all of my 20s to look for a relationship. I have all of my... Well, realistically, I don't see myself getting to 30. Which is... Take that as you will. I'm not... Probably not going to make it past 29. Honestly, 29 feels old as fuck. I mean, it's not old, realistically. But I mean, for me, I don't see myself getting to that point. I kind of see myself, 
crossing the finish line around 25, 27-ish max. And again, not to say like, oh, I'm going to jump off a bridge or anything, but we can't rule that off the, you know, we can't rule that off the table. Don't rule it out. It's always a possibility. I do smoke pretty heavily, so that's always, you know, fucked up lungs. Um, I could get in a car accident. I don't know. Also, I do a lot of drugs. I do a lot of drugs. And sometimes I don't even know what they are. People just offer them and I'm like, hey, if it'll make me feel numb, let's, you know, chug it down. I don't do coke. I don't do coke. I don't do heroin. I don't do meth. Like, I don't do any of the hard drugs. But if I'm at a party and people are passing out pills, fuck yeah, I'll take some. And for free, fuck yeah, I will. I'm actually going to this EDM concert um, with my friend, I think in two weeks, on the 28th of February. So pretty soon, you know, like within two weeks. And I was like, you know what? I'll Because she asked, you want to go? And I was like, you know what? Yes, but we have to do Molly. We have to do Molly. And I don't think you can OD on Molly. I mean, don't. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't quote me on that. Please don't trust me. Don't trust me. But I want to say you can't OD on Molly. Um, it should be fun, you know? Fun. I mean, EDM, they're supposed to have these insane visuals and then the Molly. It should be fun as fuck. Um, but yeah. I think I want to say that's it, guys. I want to say for this episode, we covered it all. Um, I yeah, I got through my four little bullet points of random shit. I feel motivated. I really do feel motivated, and I want to try. I'm not gonna make a pro- any promises. I'm not gonna make any promises, but I want to try to keep up with the podcast. Maybe, maybe you'll hear from me next week. Maybe you probably won't, but you might. You just might. So for all of y'all out there holding on for hope. There is hope. There is a possibility that I'll become a better host. But don't hold your breath. (laughs) Anyways, with that being said, that's it for this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And bye.